what's up everybody welcome back to sizing up i'm your host jack the speck and this is the podcast where we have topics about the giants fetish as well as any other topics for within it and i'm here with an editor today and i'm gonna go ahead and let them introduce themselves hi everybody this is loyal giantess follower i'm an editor you can find my page on on instagram uh check it out if you don't mind and uh, uh happy to be here happy to have you here loyal um so basically we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty um i know you've been i know you've been a fan of um for a bit um and i know it was recently in the past uh in this past couple of months well dating back to i'm not sure of the time frame because i know you're relatively fresh into making you know edits and whatnot but um yeah just tell us a little bit about how you got into it um first and then we'll talk about your editing journey later but um definitely tell us about your first discovery of this uh fetish and how it has you know played a part in um your life basically so yeah just give us a little rundown on how you got into this wonderful fetish <laughs> Honestly, I think it uh, began when I was a little kid, honestly. I I remember one of the first movies I saw when I was like three or four, or maybe even younger than that, honestly, was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And, yes. <laughs> and I, I was just hooked on that. Like the, the effects, you know, the idea of like being small, like finding bugs outside and <laughs> coming across them and going on a big adventure. And, and even after that, I was really big into like uh, the old Godzilla movies, King Kong and the idea of like big monsters and all of that. And mm-hmm. And honestly, I think uh, I started thinking more and more about specifically giantesses when I was at Disney World at the Sci-Fi Diner, and there was this trailer for Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, and I saw it, and I I couldn't believe it. The idea of a 50-foot beautiful woman, and I just kept obsessing over it, like, trying to understand, like, what it was about, like, and everything else, and (laughs) I just couldn't believe it, and over time, um, I, I didn't really think too much of it before. I, I, I didn't think too much about it after that. Um, I think it was after uh, middle school when I got into high school when I discovered YouTube. And I found, <laughs> <laughs> I found all of these edited clips of uh, these women and these small men, um, little editing tricks uh, and all of that. Um, that they were small, they were, um, you know, like being eaten, they were being stepped on. And, mm-hmm. and I think, um, I don't know if you've uh, heard about this video uh, tag. Uh, it, it's like yeah. an, it's like a, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw that, like, I couldn't believe it. And I, I, I loved it so much. I saved it on multiple uh, YouTube accounts and I just love watching that. And, after that, it just uh, it just made sense to me. I figured out that I had a giantess fetish. I really enjoyed uh, those vor edits, um, the idea of being consumed by a giantess, a goddess, and and even some of those other things like um, 
uh, being stepped on and <laughs> being squished uh, and all mm -hmm. of that good stuff. But something else I wanted to make sure I added was even though I am really big into uh, Giant S4 and, you know, foot crushing, I also love the gentle aspect of it. I yes. I came across these uh, stories. Um, I, I could go into more detail about them, but there were these um, uh, there were these interesting um, stories that somebody wrote about a giantess princess falling in love with a prince. And reading it, I was surprised how invested I was getting into it. And picturing myself as the little human prince with his one hundred and fifty foot giantess princess and. <laughs> the idea of loving something greater than yourself and having like the ultimate companion and the ultimate protector. And I, I, it even encouraged me to dabble a little bit into my own original writings, which, you know, I won't get too much into, but I, I just really enjoy the whole idea of it, the symbolism, the idea of giant women and, and, and eventually it kind of led me, you know, onto Instagram, finding other editors and other, you know, art pieces and, mm -hmm. and, come, and, and of course, coming across, you know, your page and other giantess pages. And it eventually encouraged me to uh, be brave enough to start making my own. That is awesome. That is awesome. So a couple of things from that, I wanted to uh, ask what version of Attack of the 50 Foot Woman were you referring to when you first saw it? Because there's, um, as you know, I'm sure you know, there's like two yeah. uh, versions of it. Was the one you were talking about, was the one in the 50s or the one in 1993? It, it was the trailer for the one in the 50s that I saw. Um, I think it was nice. Alice, Allison Hayes um, mm -hmm. wrapped in those, uh, I think they're like bed sheets or something as yep. like a skirt and everything. And you know i just thought she was very gorgeous and <laughs> and i never really found the idea like scary i mean i'm pretty sure some people might find it scary like oh my gosh she's gonna crush us <laughs> but i was just i was just in love in anything i was like oh my gosh if only i could be with her <laughs> <laughs> and i was able to see it one time like in its uh it see the full feature and even though like the effects aren't really that good and everything, you know, I still enjoy it. And I really do wish I could see, they would have made like more footage of her, like that size and like stalking Absolutely. town and everything. But, but I get what they were going for. Like um, the idea of like getting revenge on a cheating husband that she wasn't really a villain. She was misunderstood. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I consider it kind of like a cult favorite of mine, but but now that you mention it, um, I think it was a couple of years ago, I actually did see the 1993 version with, I think it was Daryl Hannah. And yep. I actually think it was actually pretty good. I mean, Daryl Hannah played it as played it very well as somebody who was vulnerable and also coming into her own, like being more assertive. And, and I thought it was actually a pretty good uh, retelling. And I like how they kept her, as you know a hero like yeah she's you know kind of growing and crushing and might step on a few people but it's not that you know she means to terrify or she means to kill or anything like that right so i i, I actually think it was a really good remake out of out of a out of a lot of remakes that don't really do the original justice i think that actually uh, was a pretty good one compared to the other oh yeah absolutely um i i 
So I still need to see the one from the 1950s myself. But I saw some clips of it, and it looks great. Um, I think the one, the reason why I was drawn to the 1993 version personally is because they, the idea of forced perspective is captured so well, too. And I think that's one thing that really made it stood out for me. So it's interesting to hear you say that. And regarding your comment about other movies trying to redo it um, the way that the 1950 version did, I don't think many have come close. We've gotten multiple, like Attack of the, of the 50-Foot Centerfold, um, Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader, um, a lot of different ones like that where you try to bring into the modern day, but something about it just doesn't work compared to those uh, first two for sure. So I think that's a... Uh, would you agree that that's a high that most creators are trying to capture um, even to this day, even though these movies were made like decades ago, that they're still trying to get that same sort of high and giant production. I'm definitely not one to say that um, all those like visual effects and CGI doesn't have a place. I'm pretty sure if, you know, we get the right, you know, like creators, the right visual artists, it could definitely work. But you are right. There, there is something about the 1993 version where you have forced perspective and, you know, even like models and, you know, like editing those into like certain shots that work a lot better because it feels like you're really there. Like you get an idea of realism, not like you, you look at a, a photograph or a picture mm-hmm. frame, like, Oh, I could tell, Oh, that's CGI. Oh, I know that's fake. Oh, that, that right. looks bad. <laughs> so I definitely agree. I definitely think that the 1993 version, visual effect wise, even though it's old, I think it still holds up pretty well. Absolutely, yeah. Um, from for when that was shot and how it was shot, it was just really, it's just really well done. So, um, awesome to hear your commentary about that. But going on to your editing um, career, because I know you just started. Now I'm not sure of the time frame, but I know. You're still new-ish. I, I usually consider, like, new-ish creator. After six months, you know, then I consider you've been in it for a bit. So um, do tell us more about that. Because um, I know the journey into finding giantist social media has been nuts. It's like I, I tell everyone this all the time. As soon as I realized there was a whole giantist underbelly of Instagram, it kind of felt like I was a whole, I was on a whole new app. <laughs> oh yeah. Most so definitely. um yeah, it, it just feels different compared to just being on Instagram, um my personal Instagram and then going to you know, my uh the spec account is just like this just feels like two different apps. So definitely uh so when did you decide to make the jump into being a uh editor and becoming a creator within the space and uh how has your time been since you've uh been a part of it? That's actually a pretty good question. Um, it was last year, I believe it was, I think, uh, in the middle of summer that I decided okay. to make a giantess account because you're right, like coming across the uh, GTS community with, um, you know, all of these models, all of these other editors and all of these tinies uh, like you and everybody else it's completely different. Like I have my one page that um, is personal. I see my friends there in real life, my family. Mm -hmm. 
And mm -hmm. there's my loyal giantess page where, <laughs> you know, like everything is just flooded with, you know, like all these edits and, you know, these models, uh, these goddesses that are just mm -hmm. so beautiful to look at and all these creative tinies that it's like, wow, they, they bring something new to the table. And I've always been thinking about edit doing my own edit. Uh, can't speak. I, I've always been thinking about doing my own edits for a while, like thinking, how cool would it be if I was in that position? What would I do if, um, like, if I was in the music video of Pamela Anderson, uh, LIT Miserable? What would, what would it be guess. like if I was in um, a photograph of this model or that model? And I decided, you know what? I found this cool app that could help me layer uh, photos into other photos. I can shrink them. I can, you know, practice nice. a little bit with uh, composition and lighting. And I figured, what have I got to lose? I looked for certain photos I could edit myself in, whether it be from popular culture, whether it be, you know, models I just really admired and wanted to start working with. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I took a few photos of uh, edits that I did from my youtube channel um i do a couple um videos uh with some creators like lisa asmr and nice. and i use that as a base of like this little tiny uh medieval uh this little medieval tiny um coming across this world of giants and obviously it doesn't really fit like a 20th century style giantesses and um, a Robin Hood costume tiny, but mm -hmm. I, I went with what I had, you know, to see like, how would it look like, how tiny do I want to be like, how would it look? And, and I started tagging a couple uh goddesses like, um, like blissful Ellie. I, uh, th that was one of the first edits I did. And I wanted to see if like, I'd get her, reaction if she if she admired it if she would like to make more with me and mm -hmm. it was very slow and I knew that going in that I'm probably not going to make big immediately so you know see what kind of reactions I get see if I get other inspiration for other edits and <laughs> and, and coming to this point I, I gotta tell you I didn't expect to get as big a following as I did but the more edits I did the the, the, the more viewers and the more followers grew and grew and you know, I was happy when I reached a thousand, I was like, I didn't expect to get like 500 or anything like that. Right. So <laughs> now it's up to like, I think like over 1200 and stuff. And I'm like, holy, Very nice. holy moly. I can't believe that people really like these things. And it just keeps encourages, it, it keeps encouraging me to keep trying, keep experimenting to see, you know, what other people might like if I, you know, if I incorporate like other models I haven't worked with, if I try, you know, something different, uh, if I'm a different character or if there's a different reason for this edit, it's, it's quite fun. I gotta say. That's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah, definitely. Um, I could definitely, I definitely felt a lot of what you felt going in because, um, the, I guess the key thing that I've heard, um, from fellow creators is that, you know, stepping into it, it's very overwhelming, right? Oh yeah, very. <laughs> and I'm a very self-conscious person. I've been dealing with anxiety since high school. So if, if I, I get very self-conscious when it comes to my edits, like, oh, um, it didn't really look that great. I wish I would have edited it, touched upon it. And if it doesn't get as many likes, sometimes I'm thinking very negatively, like, oh, I'm no good. Nobody likes it. Nobody cares about my art. But 
ones who do like it, the ones who give me like a certain praise for it, it kind of reminds me, hey, I'm still trying. Yeah, some some pictures, some edits might be duds, not, not maybe not as well liked as maybe some of the others. But hey, you're still learning, you're still going on your journey. And to the people who like it, that's more important than the ones that don't like it. Correct. If it's one piece of advice that a model has given me, um, you're going to have for every one bad critic you're going to have, you're going to have three more fans. And that's probably the best way to look at it. Because um, I'm sure if you, as you have noticed, as you just touched upon, there will be days where, or a post even, that has, that hits the algorithm hard and it has all these likes and then you come up with something else and it doesn't and it's really weird so i i guess it's a matter of what exactly is being touched upon in the edits that you do um and speaking of that we can get into a conversation about the sub um categories within this fetish i know you touched about um touched upon vor you touched upon uh getting um, foot crush, anything of that sort. Um, what's your favorite part of it, whether that be unaware, vor, um, body exploration, uh, feet, et cetera? Um, is there any particular one that you are drawn to or have a favorite of? I, I would have to say that my uh, ultimate uh, favorite uh, aspect of the uh, giant test fetish, um, honestly, I think it's, I think it's an even uh, split between vor and the gentle aspect of it. Okay. The reason why I really love vor so much is, for one, it's a very helpless feeling that you know there's nothing you can do. This mm -hmm. this giant, this goddess, is in complete control of your fate. If she's going to spare you, if she's going to eat you, she's going to do it. And Correct. and for some people, that could be pretty terrifying. That oh my gosh, I can't believe this. I'm getting a rush of fear. Um, you know, uh, mm -hmm. this, this is terrifying. But I, I kind of see it almost as a surrender of control that you're kind of relieving yourself of that anxiety. Not that you don't like life and you just want it to be over. Like, I think that's right. kind of a, a different kind of uh, fetish, actually. But, right. <laughs> but more of like, you're giving yourself to a higher power in a way, like instead of, you know, like praying to a goddess or, you know, like uh, being worshiping them, you're kind of sacrificing yourself for them. And plus, I really love the idea of not only, you know, being gulped by a goddess. I think that's one of the most awesome parts about uh, Vor, but you're becoming a part of them. You're mm -hmm. breaking down your, you're going to become energy for them. And right. in some ways, <laughs> in some ways you're kind of living on through them, you know, giving your life force to them in a sense. I don't know if that's how everybody else sees it, but I think it's a really cool way of looking at it. Like, yes, you're eaten, but you're consumed, but you become a part of them. You're with them forever. <laughs> I dig that. I dig that. That's that's kind of how I also look at it. Like I'm nourishing the giantess. So, um, so I'm right there with you. It's interesting to um hear how you, you know, bring up the concept of that. And I'm like, okay, that's how I feel too. Because I feel like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be eaten, but like, I'm fueling. I'm becoming part of. I'm you know, I'm contributing to something greater than me. 
So love that. I um I really love that. And then if I also want to hear more about your take on, you know, the gentle ad. Like I feel like the gentle giant is in total is very niche. I think I'm not sure because I feel like, and I could be wrong, um, but I feel like there is a lot more people who are into the cruel aspect of it. Right. And it is also at the same time refreshing to see that there are other uh, tinies out there that are into the gentle aspect of it. So I, I haven't had many, um, you know, any editor or model speak on being on being a gentle giantess or being into having a gentle giantess. So I would love to hear your take on that. And, uh, you know, just, yeah, I would love to hear your take on that. So, yeah. Well, I think when it comes to, uh, the gentle giantess, uh, f- side of the fetish, you are right. It definitely seems like there aren't really, uh, many, tinies that enjoy the gentle aspect they probably enjoy the cruel aspect the more dominant aspect um where you know maybe they don't care about your existence that Mm -hmm. they're not going to question you they're going to squish you immediately whether they're aware or unaware i think what what really draws me to the gentle giantess uh side of the fetish is to me if that was a reality to whether you're shrunk down or if there really are giants and you're human size, that would be the closest thing you could ever come to a higher power, whether it be a deity, a God, uh, maybe even something like nature. And the idea of being cared for and loved by that deity or that force, I mean, I find it very compelling especially mm-hmm. when they accept you for who you are at that size and you know they they just want you around they just like being around you and you know i think that could be a really big comfort for some tinies that they have whether it be one goddess or maybe even several goddesses where you have mm-hmm. that special bond with them i think that you know they can find it very comforting in that aspect I love that. I love that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like I can relate to that big time just because just that sense of being like, it's like having a huge protector and it kind of flips the concept on its head, you know, because you're right. It does come close to having this physical embodiment of a higher power, a deity, or a god in its in this physical form, and there's something really appealing to that. So it's cool to really uh, hear that in that way, but also spin on its head because you know when people think of gods, you know, usually in basically in mythology, you know, they're usually seen as cruel. Um, you know, they have no mercy and they're just brutal all the time. And I think it's rare to really have this gentle, you know, aspect of it all. And I think, you know, the fetish allows for that to be a thing, but it isn't also over the top at the same time. I think it's a good amount of balance in between. And I think that's what makes it interesting in that aspect. So definitely cool to uh, hear that from your perspective. 
also to um another question as you've been in the community since last summer how have you felt your work has improved or how have you evolved as a creator in this journey because one thing i do um try to do especially like looking back at old stuff i'm like all right how could i do this different what what i do with this photo differently um how would i edit this video differently how would i shoot this differently have you found yourself doing that more or just evolving your um approach to making content um how has that been for you going forward it it definitely has evolved i think because uh like i mentioned at the beginning i had a very limited amount of pictures of myself and even other mm -hmm. people to edit into uh, certain photographs and i was still figuring out like uh, lighting and if it matches the overall photograph and if i even like got the right sizes in there so i began taking more and more pictures of myself uh like in various outfits uh various mm -hmm. like costumes and everything to try to match the scene uh whether it be um I'm lost in a forest and I come across a giantess who takes me in. <laughs> like right. maybe I need to dress a little bit more outdoors. I need to pay attention to how I look, um, if I look sad or if I look uh, happy and everything, trying to kind of like act with the camera and kind of hold <laughs> my position. And I also feel like I've gotten better at editing around me, like cutting the picture around the photograph in the For sure. in the app that I'm using because looking back at old photographs, I've noticed like there's like some parts of the picture that are still attached to me. I didn't erase it well enough. It wasn't like, it looks kind of odd. Like there's something behind me. So I, I feel like I've gotten better at trimming around photographs and people and tinies, but I, I do have to say one of my favorite, um, uh, updates to my edits was incorporating my green screen and the, and my camera, my video camera into it. Very nice. Because I've been debating like if I should do that for a while because I, I never really liked the sound of my voice on on video or or camera. Like I, I always find it grating like, oh my God, that doesn't sound like me. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, you know, it's another element of me like showing my face. I, I know some right. editors, some giantesses don't really like to show their face. They like to keep it personal. So I'm thinking should I do this? You know, it, would it be in like good taste, poor taste? And then I decided, Hey, you know what? I'm performing. I'm, you know, I'm acting, I'm, I'm telling a story like through these edits, through these videos. And I kind of want to see how it turns out. And that was kind of tricky figuring out how to edit the uh, green screen effects and edit out like the floor at the bottom. Like you might be able mm -hmm. to see like, Oh, that's his, that doesn't match. That's part of his floor to his house. <laughs> right. But I, I really enjoyed making those because I feel like in some of those videos, I've allowed myself to really be vulnerable and showcase how I feel in regards to this community and the friends I've made so far. Like, um, the, for example, the one edit I did where it was a tribute to the end of the Lego movie, where yes. I'm showcasing like some of your art, some of my edits, like saying... You know, mm -hmm. these are very creative images, you know, people are inspired by each other and making something new out of it. Like I'm just replacing, you know, Lego bricks with 
giantess art. And I really do right. believe that it's very inspiring and it can inspire other tinies, other giantesses. And yeah, and yeah I'm kind of leaning into that whole, you don't have to be a mean giantess. You don't have to be cruel. Right. <laughs> but, but, but I did want to let other people, I wanted to find another way of letting other people know that you do have to give it a try, you know, like you do have oh, to yeah. see where it goes because there might be some people who really appreciate your art, really appreciate your edits. Even if you're getting started, even if you've done it for a very long period of time, there's always somebody who will appreciate what you're doing. And I felt that way going into it. And I'm really happy to have found, you know, made, made uh, friends with content creators, uh, models on here, fellow, fellow goddesses. And, mm -hmm. and I think that was something to kind of pass forward if I could. Definitely. And that's definitely a good message. Um, you never know where your source of inspiration is going to come from. So it's always nice to, uh, you know, see that in the community. And I tell people all the time, I mean, I try to be as approachable as possible. Like I tell everyone, like, yes, I, I mean, I've heard some people told me, well, you know, you're on this level. And I said, yeah, but I'm still inspired by other people who do different things. Like, it, it's good to be inspired by other creators that allows you to get a different perspective. And for the people out there who are afraid of taking that step, like, you know, you never know what you're capable of until you try. And if you try, you will be surprised at what you're able to create. Because um, like you said earlier in your journey, you never thought you would, you know, have the following that you do and where people um, enjoy your edits and whatnot. And it's really cool to see how that journey is. And I think it's important for people to know, like, you know, um, compared to the tools that people had, like, even 10 years ago, I feel like, and I always say this, and I'm not sure when it will end. I hope it doesn't end, but I feel like we're in the golden age of like giantess content. Um, because like there are free tools out there that people are able to use, and you know, eventually you're gonna want to if you want to continue to you know make this a real thing. You're gonna have to get to those bigger um tools, but you know, the fact that we have all these tools out right now for people to just create is awesome. And I feel like we're in a great place where people are constantly creating something almost every day. And I feel like there's new editors and uh, models cropping up and it's pretty cool. So I'm definitely with you on that one. Like, you know, there, there it's, it's only going to keep, you know, growing pun intended, going to keep growing and really uh, just, you know, have this cool community just continue to thrive and encourage each other to create cool stuff. So definitely. Um, another question um, regarding the models that you've worked with so far. Um, I feel like I might know this answer, but some people might not. <laughs> but um, in terms of uh, favorites, who, uh, what are some models that, um, that you've been drawn to that you... Uh, you know, enjoy their work, uh, collab with, uh, et cetera? That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to make sure I list all of them on here to make sure that I, in case they're listening, I don't want them to like, feel like they're being like jabbed or like forgotten about or anything like no that. No pressure. But, um, no pressure. <laughs> I, I think, uh, the most recent one that I've, um, 
collabed with or tagged in my photos was um, Maria Mew. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if she, she doesn't really do too many giantess edits, but I, I, she has done a few. And I, I think there's, there's just something about her that I really love, especially when it comes to making gentle giantess content with her. And okay. I, I think she's got like such a beautiful smile and, you know, she's also, you know, like pretty awesome to look at with her tattoos and mm-hmm. how, how creative like her content is, her cosplaying it is. And she's, you know, she really is amazing. Um, I, I have to, I have to list Ellie because I think she was the one who helped me like get started and, you know, follow my passion. And, you know, not only is she like one of the most friendliest, uh, nicest people I've ever met, but it's amazing how encouraging she is, how, you know, she's always, always willing to, you know, like, you know, give me a photograph for an edit, like uh, saying like, go for it, you know? And (laughs) I I just love that she found her niche when it comes to um, giant S photographs and, you know, being very gentle. Like it's very, it's, it's her nature to be uh, gentle and not cruel, which I really appreciate. And cool. Uh, another one that I really worked with a lot. Um, I, I don't know if you've uh, if you've heard about her, uh, Spicy Cinnamon. Spicy Cinnamon. Oh, I feel like I have. I feel like I have. I made a. I'll, I'll have to double. I'll have to double check <laughs> once we're done recording. But for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's. I feel like she's perfect for Vor because you know not only does she have like amazing lips and you know mm-hmm. uh, for it you know like uh, the last thing a uh, tiny sees when you know when you're being when you're about to be swallowed or you yep. know consumed by her, but you know she's also very nice, very encouraging, always down to you know make a make an edit. So you know I really enjoy working with her, but. I'm pretty sure some people uh, probably are waiting for me to talk about this, but talk about this <laughs> goddess, but, uh-huh. but obviously Polly was very special Polly. to me. She, yeah, I, I came across her photographs, um, you know, when she was doing giantess uh, photos and I, I don't mean to, you know, like focus on this, but in her, uh, in her um, uh, profile page, you know, she said she was a lesbian and mm-hmm. I thought, how empowering would that be for her and maybe even others like her if they had pathetic, tiny little men, like either trying to like uh, get her attention or all of that and just like, screw this. I don't like men. Squish them. <laughs> I love that. I love that subversion. <laughs> and and she, she actually liked my my photographs and, you know, I I I sent my appreciation and you know, we, I kind of made more of her and I actually ordered a few customs from her and, and we've actually, you know, like got to talking uh, a lot and, and she shared me a cup. she shared me a little bit about her life. I won't go into too much detail, you know, respect to her. And right, right. Th- there was, there was just something about her that, you know, I really admired how, you know, she was willing to, you know, chat with me, not like charge me for every like interaction, every like message I sent, like some people would, you know, I, I understand oh, yeah. they're making business out of it, you know, like they have to focus their attention on, you know, like their content business and making money. I understand that. But for her, she was always willing to, you know, chat with me and whenever she could. And, 
I think I think uh, those are some of my favorite edits because I got to do a combination of like cruel, um, whether I'm being squished by her, whether I'm being eaten by her, but also, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm just with her, um, you know, like either worshiping her. And for a while, uh, she actually claimed me as her personal tiny, which I was very honored by. And, you know, making all sorts of edits, you know, saying, you know, I'm with her, you know, like you're my right. goddess and, and her like making stories saying, you know, like, I love my tiny and everything. I just, <laughs> I just really, admi- I just really love that. It was a lot of fun to do. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, bouncing off that Polly was, I feel like she was perpetu- She's perpetually underrated. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. She, she had a she had a good combination of a lot. I really enjoyed what she brought in terms of uh, Vor, and um, she just seemed really excited about the prospect of doing Giants content in general. So, um, yeah, definitely, um, definitely an underrated model. Uh, I hope she does come back one day. I know she's been gone for a little bit. I know on the Instagram police, you know chapter but i hope she does come back at some point because she's awesome yeah i i couldn't believe it when they got rid of her page and and i felt so bad for her that um i i actually made a uh, separate tribute page for her in hopes of keeping her customers uh where i can direct people to her links if they wanted to like pay her through cash app venmo or whatever she was using Uh in, in hopes of making sure like you know, she could still, you know, be in work, you know, like she can still make customs for people who wanted it. And, and yeah, I know she's, uh, you know, she's been gone for a while. Um, she hasn't really right. shared like what exactly is happening and I'm trying to respect her to, um, Hey, you know, if, if you're busy, if you've got personal things going on in your life, you know, I won't get in the way, but, um, right. if you do come back, uh, know that you're always welcomed here. I'll always be your tiny and, and take care of yourself. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, a, good on you for uh, doing that. And, you know, I hope she does. Um, I know a lot of people were a fan of her and, you know, still continue to be. Um, so hopefully she does return and she will come back. Um, she's, like I said, perpetually underrated in my opinion. So I hope that she's able to, uh, you know, return and, you know, um, go from where she started, um, where she left off. So, Hopefully she returns. So um, going forward for yourself, um, where do you see um, this going um, in terms of your content? What would you like to do? Would you like to evolve it into video editing? How would you? Uh, how do you see yourself going forward with uh, this? I've had a few ideas. I I do want to continue. Um, exploring uh video edits uh and green screen editing um a couple ideas i had um uh, the most recent one anyway was um i I don't know if you know those uh old school like videos uh how to do this uh i think they're usually titled uh hey you down there yeah i thought it would be cool to make that make those kinds of edits but with tinies like uh hey you down there do you know what it takes to care for your goddess? Make sure you're using the right lotion. Otherwise, she'll eat you. You don't want that to happen to you, do you? 
and <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to see like what I can do. Like, should I like have like another video in the background? Like, should I, you know, would I get away with like using photographs if, if I'm asking like other models to collaborate, like how would they feel? Like uh, if, um, if it would be just like a couple seconds of footage or if, um, if I could get away with like just me, you know, like doing the actions and <laughs> adding to the, like the comedy and everything. But that was mm -hmm. one idea that I wanted to make. And I, I know I talked before about how sometimes I make tributes to whether it be like other forms of pop culture, like, um, whether it be like Lego movie, Toy Story, and maybe other <laughs> forms of media. Right. But for a long time, I've been thinking, what if I did a huge collaboration with as many goddesses and giantesses that I could? Kind of like uh, like an Endgame, okay. Avengers Endgame style, like unification of like maybe the enemy is... Um, instagram uh bots trying to erase their their pages like this is no good this is too sexually explicit or, or something like that and uh -huh. maybe me and a few tinies are holding our ground but we can't we can't defeat the bots or anything like that and then suddenly mm -hmm. like with the portals um you know there's ellie there's maria there's sam uh <laughs> there's so every cool. every giantess like ever like I, like that i could find or who would be willing to be a part of it like all of them in like photographs together uh, in line like ready to do battle <laughs> quote unquote and with the music playing <laughs> in the background I, I feel like it's a big and grand idea and i need to be careful with it because i've been exhausted working on certain projects that i decided to cancel because it was just too exhausting so with this i'm right. trying to figure out is it possible could i do this would it be you know the right amount of people the right amount of tagging the right amount of talent edit could this work i'm still trying to figure out if it can or not or if it's or if it's too much of like a big ego trip for me <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. That's a it's a good idea. I I mean when you were pitching it, I'm like, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that would be definitely cool. Um if you're able to make it happen, definitely uh definitely, you know, make it happen. Um but yeah, that sounds cool and scope and whatnot. Uh but that's cool. I'm glad to see you're uh, you know, thinking of things going forward. And if it's one thing I learned in terms of like editing with green screen, it's just it's a process. But once you get a system down, it becomes a lot easier. Yeah, it's definitely something that I'm going to you know, continue to think about and brainstorm on because I want to be able to do it, but I want to, again, that's, I think this is the perfectionist side in me. Like I want it to be good enough to post. I, I want it to be where people want to see this. People will like it. People can get behind it. Like other creators, uh, goddesses, models will get behind it. Not something like, uh, he half-assed it. <laughs> Yeah, no, you don't want that. You don't want that at all. Trust me. Um, as someone who has to literally go frame by frame to make sure these movements and these videos are on point, it uh, I'm right there with you. I mean, I've had to recently get a new prescription for glasses where I need to get blue light, blue light filters because I'm staring so close <laughs> to make sure these points are like exact it's worth it but man so i definitely hear where you're coming from on that it can be uh very tedious and very you know focused but you know i think that's what makes 
the separation from good to great. So I appreciate hearing that you take that type of care in your work. And, um, you know, I, I hope you keep, you know, gaining more of a following. And, you know, so definitely cool to hear that you have these grand plans and, you know, that you're, you know, keeping keeping it up. So definitely cool that you're um, in the community and, you know, it's been cool. Any uh, questions you may have for me? Um, actually, uh, I was curious to ask you, um, first I wanted to say, Jack, um, you know, I really do appreciate, you know, your encouragement when I started making my page and my edits because, you know, getting, you know, your attention, your likes, I, I thought was very inspiring. And (laughs) at the time I never thought like, well, that's Jack the spec, you know, like he's, he's like the godfather (laughs) of, it seems of these, of these edits, you know, like everything he does. And so first of all, I wanted to say, you know, like, thanks for um, your encouragement and allowing me to be on your podcast, because I never thought I would be able to join. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. It's over for everybody. You no matter, no matter what, I mean, this is community for everybody. So I want to provide a space. But uh, I did want to ask you, um, with all of the edits and videos, the clips that you've made um, in your uh, editing journey, do you have any personal favorites, ones that you made um, that kind of stick out to you the most? That is a good question. Um, yeah, I, I'll ha- yeah, well, that, that's a good one. Um, I appreciate it. It's very on the spot. And I'm thinking about it as I'm <laughs> scrolling through Instagram, my Instagram right now. Um, two years of work I'm looking at and I'm scrolling through. And I'm like, man, I've made so much. Um, I think my favorite one or one of my favorite ones that stand out to be the most, it would be with, let's see. Yeah, I'm scrolling through. There's so many. There's some I've forgotten. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good things here. But I think one of my favorites I've made um, recently that has really been like stood out to me the most would definitely have to be the one where I have. Um, I think, yeah, this is a more one. All right, so I'm just making sure that thumbnail looks correct. But um, one of my favorite ones that I made recently was the Vore one with the uh, Baking Bigger Buns and um, the Lip Tees. Um, that one was awesome. When I got the footage for that, you know, um, it took a while for me to really find a way to let models know how to, like, you know, bring that across, like, how do you notice this little, like, tiny is climbing on your face and your lips and how it would go? And she nailed it very nicely. And that was one that I really enjoyed. And, you know, being able to have the tiny, like, flick around and move around and getting the, um, getting the, I guess, the effect of it being blurred when he was moving around was really cool. Just getting that motion it was really nice to do. So that one's uh, a favorite one. And then I guess one of my all time favorite ones, which is uh, pinned at the top of my page is the, um, the wide angled stomp that I do with Pogzilla. That one. Oh yeah. That one. I, every time I see that one, like, cause I, when I went to go shoot with her, um, last February, I was like, 
experimenting and still learning my camera. But when I was getting to hang out an angled, wide angled lens and capturing her from that perspective and the way, like, it's the quick change in perspective that her coming down with her foot and then smashing that tiny, it really was like, I, I guess that's my, uh, my, that's my big MO for what I'm trying to capture. I'm um, trying to capture that perspective, trying to capture the, capture the power and the size and the scale. So that's one that really sticks out to me. And uh, if I have to choose one more, um, I really do enjoy the, um, the, I think you may have seen this one. It's also pinned at the top. Um, I really enjoyed the one where I have uh, Princess Ash um, putting on her sandal and the tinies are, but you zoom out and you realize that it's like her toes are like massive and getting that shot was, well, shooting that, the editing part was surprisingly easy part. Getting that shot was probably the most hardest part because I kept getting there, kept getting there, having to really work with the camera and figure that out. Uh, but once I figured that out, um, once I got the editing done for that, it was really cool, and I was really happy with how it came out. So those are three that really stand out to me. Those are definitely good ones, especially the uh, the one that you mentioned first uh, with uh, baking bigger buns. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> that, and I think some other, like, uh, vor shots you had, like a close-up of their lips. I, I oh, think yeah. it's very easy for somebody to mess up a shot like that. Like, if you're like too close to the face, like, are you getting mm -hmm. the right expression? Like the subtle mm -hmm. piece of it, the, you know, getting in the right place. Honestly, I think um, in each of those you do pretty well. And, and I get, I do have to say like bigger buns, like baking bigger buns really does a good job of like hinting at a little bit of like, um, you know, like teasing and playing while, you know, like eating them, like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, I think she really gets that across pretty well in that edit. So yeah, I can definitely see how that's a favorite. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I know I've done that same style of edit with uh, Ruby, and I've also did it with uh, Return of Jess. Um, I, I think it's gonna keep being like a, uh, like I, it's unofficially a series, but you know, I, I'm always trying to vary it so. Um, I'm feeling there's probably going to be another one soon. I'm talking with, uh, Haley. Um, I did like two edit edits with her recently. And I told her, Hey, I want to kind of shoot a style like this. Would you be able to? And, uh, she said, yes, but, um, and like you were alluding to earlier, like getting that expression was, uh, hard for the models. So I asked them, how did you get the camera to be still? Because, you know, being that close and focused in is hard. And I know some of them said, well, I had to get a ring light or I had a ring light. So it's good to see that um, that's how they're getting it. And it really shows that, you know, not only for us, but on their side, they're really taking the time to use their tools to really get good shots. And that's something I can appreciate. Very much so, yeah. And then uh, did you have another question? Um, yes, uh, it kind of a twofer actually. Um, Go for it. so, <laughs> um, hopefully it's not like putting you too much on the spot or anything, but are there any, uh, goddesses that you've enjoyed working with the most in, in your edits? And also, are there any goddesses that you hope to work with eventually down the line? Definitely. Um, that's a good one. Um, 
I would definitely have to say I really, and I, and I wish we, I know we briefly talked about it last week, but um, I really did enjoy working with uh, Goddess of Desire. Um, and it's a shame that she's like gone because yeah. like I really enjoyed her stuff and she really had a handle of how the aspect of the um fetish work and uh she was also really good with vor i think that was also her va- oh, yes. favorite uh subgenre so like um and and it and it sucks because like i was really starting to get a handle on um video editing right before she disappeared so i was going to reach out to her but i haven't had a chance i didn't get the chance to and you know it's tough but you know it happened so i really enjoyed i really enjoyed working with her for my photo edits um Current models that are here, I really enjoy my work with um Pog was like I, I think me and Pog are gonna forever have that, you know, bond because she was my first actual shoot in person. So um whenever we create something, I, I feel like there's just a vibe that's there and we're able to bounce off each other well. And that really lends itself to the work that we make together. So that's cool. I've also enjoyed working with um princess ashburn she's really good her povs are like excellent and i really enjoy how she captures it it makes the sense of scale pretty good and i'm able to work with the pov that she gets there so she's really awesome at that i've enjoyed working with um i've enjoyed working there's a lot of models here there's a yeah yeah, i can go on Um, return of jess is really good I've enjoyed working with um, Maven. Um, my um, well, my mental Maven, but I know she used to be, you know, yeah. She she's been new so many times, but I just say Maven. Um, for the quick meetup I did with Cleo when she was here in Chicago, it was kind of a last minute thing. She's like, oh yeah, I'm Chicago if you want to shoot. I'm like, well, I only have two hours, but let's do something. So it was awesome. So Cleo's awesome. Um, I I really like, there, there's so many. Haley's awesome. You have uh, another foot model that doesn't do giantism, but Crooked Tootsie has some awesome gorgeous feet, and I love working with her. Um, there, there's just so many models the name that I've worked with over my two-year journey being in here that, um, you know, it's really crazy to think that I've worked. And in addition to your next question, there's so many more I want to work with. Um, <laughs> so, like, I really want to continue to work with um, new and old models that are coming up. So, like, um, I want to really work with Sam on like a uh on a feature with Sam because I feel like she has a unique energy to oh, yeah. the um to the fetish and like I love how she approaches it. Like when we did the tiny uh when we did the tiny on the desk edit, like that was her like I said, I want to do something with hands. What do you have in mind? I said, Okay, but yes, but what if I added like um what if I added like me um, crushing him with my pen while I'm studying. And I said, huh, that's different, but shoot it and we'll see what we come up with. So when I got that edit and we worked on it, that was awesome. So I'm hoping that I can come up with uh, a premise for her 
where we can collab on a long five minute like feature for um, my paid site. So that'd be cool. So definitely lucky Sam. Um, I'm trying to do more with, um, I want to do something with, um, are you, do you know who Fade the K is? I believe so. I, I think so. Okay. Uh, she's really cool. Um, she was entered. I was introduced to her by a B, a little B. Um, so I'll have to, um, uh, she, she's really cool. I want to work with her. Um, I know I mentioned Cleo briefly, but I hope next time I get to see her, it's longer than two hours of the day <laughs> to really get some good content in. Right. So that's a goal. Um, are you, do you know who, um, Giantess Autumn is? Yes. Yeah. I've, uh, come across some of her edits as well. She's actually very good. Yeah. She, I, I love, I love her. She's, um, her, her personality is very friendly and very down earth and she seems very friendly. Um, so I definitely want to um, be able to shoot with her and probably, um, edit with her one of these days. I know she's busy as she's also like an a legit actor. Like some of the work she's done is really cool. So I know she's a very busy, busy giantess, but um, my goal is to work with her. And then if I had to choose two more, I think I can choose two more. Um, I definitely want to do something with, I like, uh, and again, like I said, with the models that I've worked with, there are so many more models I have to like reach out and work with. And that's a combination like, I don't know, will they want to work with me? Are they into this giant stuff? Like, do they know what giant this is? I get requests all the time and like, you should work with this model. I'm like, I don't know if they're into that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I can try. So um, there's so many. Um, I definitely want to do uh, like, ugh, I'm blanking now, but yeah, there, there are so many models that I have to work with and have yet to reach out to. And it's, it's again, um, it's crazy to think that that list keeps going, going and going. And uh, it, like, it, it's crazy. And first off, I want to thank you for, I mean, the godfather of editing. That's humbling. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here like me. So it, it's, it's cool. Um, it makes um, the fact that I've inspired you and other people to create is something that's really, really, really like, you know, it's humbling and, you know, it kind of makes me feel like I'm inspiring people to continue to add to this community that we're in. So it's definitely a lot. I still feel like, I mean, even no one believes me, but I tell them, I still feel like I'm that same editor that started back in April, 2021. I know no one believes me, but I said, I'm still, it's still crazy that I get to do this. Um, Like I said, I thought it was going to be a simple hobby and it has, it's still, it's still a hobby. But it's bigger than I've ever imagined. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, so there's a lot of models that I still have yet to work with. So I'm nowhere near done with that. And you know, you'll know when they come. I let you guys know all the time. So yeah, they answer your question in a very long-winded fashion. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I mean, you know, you're right. I mean, there are definitely a lot more uh, giantesses and editors like popping up. Like it seems like more and more pop up every day. And kind of going on what you said about this being the golden age of 
of the giantess community. I definitely agree with all the technology that's available and hopefully, you know, we can continue to keep that golden age going. And also before I forget, I'm glad you mentioned, uh, uh, Sam because, you know, not only is she, you know, like very creative with her edits and adding something new, but I always love how she is, she, she's very dynamic. Like one video, she could Absolutely. be like very domineering, like very in charge, but in other edits, you know, she, you might get a little hint of like, Hmm, maybe there's something more there, maybe a little more gentle, you know, mm-hmm. I really like doing edits with her and, you know, I, cause I feel like there's so much more like you can get out of it in terms of, you know, what kind of photograph she gives, you know, the, her expressions. And I also love how, how she plays along. Like she leaves a, like a lot of positive comments uh, in the edits that I do and Mm -hmm. kind of plays along like as the giantess, like whether she's, you know, intimidating, whether she's, you know, gentle, like I, I appreciate how she kind of plays along in in those, in those edits. (laughs) Definitely. No, uh, yeah, no, Sam is absolutely, like, very, I love how dynamic she is. Like you said, like, I love that she can play both sides. Um, and I, like, I, I haven't asked her, but, like, I'm thinking, like, what's the true, what's your preferred nature? And, you know, I feel like she's very much, um, I would say she's a tweener, because she can do both easily. Oh, like, yeah. she could easily, like, I could see like, oh yeah, she can be this playful but stern giantess, or you know, she can go full cruel, periodic cruel or gentle, and you know, it's very, it's very good. And I love models that are able to like switch on and off like that. Like you can choose a character, and you know, sometimes you know, for for some models that like, and like I enjoy this fantasy of being dominating and big, and you know, it it's kind of like, does it amplify their personality or does it, you know, is it amplify personality traits that they already have? Which is always fascinating. Cause, um, I usually, when I brought up with a premise and I, and I tell models and I've learned this, I tell models, listen, I want you to act. I'm going to give you the premise, but I'm not going to give you a script because I want you to feel natural while doing this. And I think that lends to their personality allows them to be a bit more relaxed instead of, Having to follow a specific script. That's how I always done it. So um working with Sam is always cool. So it was cool. Um I'm I, I always enjoy the stuff you guys do together too. Like the one you the Yu-Gi-Oh, the Yu-Gi-Oh tribute. Oh, that yes. one <laughs> that one like hit me and like man, it was like core memory unlocked. And I'm just like, man, I it took me back to simpler times, so I enjoyed that one. So, yeah, I love the stuff that you and Sam do. It seems like you guys have a very good creative uh, vibe and connection there that I really appreciate. I appreciate you saying that. And if, I'll just quick mention about that edit. I, I, I'm i I'm big into Yu-Gi-Oh!, the old school Yu-Gi-Oh! show. And Definitely. I thought this would be a really cool concept to incorporate, like, uh, a giantess as a card, like, it'd be kind of like summoning like one of the God cards, like with the chorus in the mm-hmm. background, the thunder and lightning and, you know, just the big Epic, um, you know, like calling out, like I summon lucky Sam and yes. obliterate. <laughs> yes. I just thought that'd be so cool. Like if heck that might be an edit that I might revisit, you know, just to like get that epicness. And if I can like maybe even get in like a bit of, 
uh, green screen and voice work in there, like, and maybe even get the actual music. That's one of the things I really hated that I couldn't find the original like theme music or even like the summoning music because I always thought right. that would be complimentary. That would compliment this so much, but I just went with a, a different chorus. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I'm pretty sure if you, if you really needed to, if you couldn't find the original, you might, you might be able to uh, find a, a cover that's like royalty free. So you're not getting like copyright flagged right. by, um, by um konami or anyone like that for uh using the music but if you really needed to you could probably find a cover um a free um royalty free cover so you're not like getting in trouble so there should be some a lot of like there should be yeah there should be um especially in today's world someone's had to make a cover of that for use for people to use in their uh content for but for sure but yeah i would love to see how you would revisit that because that was amazing um thank you so much yeah um but yeah any uh any more questions uh i don't think so i i really appreciate you having me here on the podcast uh being a guest and i appreciate your your compliments on my art and edits um that kind of encourages me to you know keep going with it um i know that there have been days when you know i've doubted it like been uncertain like should i continue with this uh, you know is is it worth it you know like uh, working into my schedule but knowing that you know people like you and even other goddesses you know appreciate it and even other tinies appreciate it i it definitely want to encourages me to keep going definitely um if it's one thing i will always impart like whenever like don't feel if you're not feeling it on a certain day for creating that's okay don't punish yourself don't feel like you're dragging yourself to make something because uh if you start doing that it's gonna not feel like a hobby and it's not gonna be fun for you anymore definitely you know enjoy it have fun with it and do keep going and you'll be surprised of how you're how you evolve so Definitely keep going. Definitely keep doing what you're doing, man. I really, I really appreciate it. As someone who's started off with photo editing and, you know, gone into video, I still always tell people I still appreciate the um, people who are still doing photo edits. And, you know, you're, you're still doing it and you're putting a spin on it. You're making stories out of it. And that's something I really admire. So keep doing what you're doing, man. It's really cool. Um, like I said, I feel like your work inspires other people to you know into it too and it inspires me so like you know the stuff you create especially um with the photos i'm like you know what i think i'm feeling collage in me today let's do a collage instead of the video so you know <laughs> i thank you for that inspiration man it, it really you know brings it back into perspective of you know you, you start somewhere and i don't forget you know the photo editors out there that are primarily photo editors so you know, I salute you and all those, um, all the other editors out there that are still keeping to that. We we definitely appreciate that that you recognize it and uh, and admire it and get inspired from it. So, <laughs> again, I want to thank you again for having me on here. I didn't think I ever would, but it's uh, truly a huge honor to chat with you and and for everybody else to listen to this. So, you know, thanks for having me. No problem, man. Game recognizes game, but uh, no problem, man. Um. So before we sign off, uh, can you, uh, again, remind the people where they can find all of your uh, stuff on all the platforms you're on? And I'll be sure to um, link everything in the description of this episode. But definitely uh, just 
just let the people know where they can find your stuff. All right. Well, um, once again, my username is loyal giantess follower. Um, if you want it spelled uh, exactly as it is, it's loyal jai one and te five five follower <laughs> one <laughs> and two fives. Uh, make sure you keep that in mind. Uh, it's all my stuff is on Instagram. Uh, check it out and give give me a follow. And also be sure to follow all the models, all the other uh, fell editors that I've collabed with that you might come across because they could use the follow, they could use the support. Definitely right on, right on. Um, and as always, guys, um, if you need to follow my stuff, that would be Jack the Spec on everything at this point. Um, Jack the Spec underscore on Instagram, Jack the Spec on Twitter, Jack the Spec on DeviantArt, Jack the Spec Patreon, Jack the Spec. Literally, I'm on everything now, um, except TikTok. But um, but um, again, thank you for being on, man. I really appreciate it. Um, really happy to have had you. Um, you're welcome back on here anytime. Um, we're I'm planning for season three. Um, when we return in the fall with season three, there will be episodes where I'll have multiple um people on. So you know, if you want to be a part of episode where we're having a open discussion about a topic, and you can be an editor and a uh, you can be one of the editors in there while we have a model in here, we can just have an open discussion. The three of us. I would love to have you back here because I feel like you have a good perspective. So definitely, um, definitely, you know, would love to have you back. That's, that sounds awesome. I really appreciate that. I mean, thanks again for considering me and you know, it's, I definitely appreciate this. You take care. You as well. And for uh, everyone out there, um, this has been another episode of sizing up um, again, before I sign off, sorry for the schedule. I know it's been crazy. Um, but next episode will feature uh, Paulzilla, her first dedicated episode since she started. So it will be interesting to hear her perspectives since then. Again, I want to thank a loyal, a loyal Giantess follower for being on here. And uh, we'll see you guys on the Giantess interwebs. And I will see you guys next time for the next episode of Sizing Up. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye, guys. <laughs>